This is episode 155 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, thanks for joining me today. Episode 155, I want to talk to you about the purpose of the church, the the key to making the church effective and successful. Uh, The one thing, the one thing that you would want your church to be known for in the community. More than anything else, you would want it to be known for its love for the community, for its true biblical love. Now let's talk about that because when you say love, so many people think of weakness. So many people think of velvet and lack of strength. So many people think even of compromise But when I say love, I mean love that is so key that Jesus wrapped up all the commandments in the scriptures of his day into one command. That is to love. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, love is not a feeling or an emotion. Emotions and feelings result from love, but love, on the contrary, is a commitment and a decision. We choose to love or not to love, right? It's something that we choose. It's a choice. It's a commitment. It's it's an intention of the will. I am going to do this. I commit myself to you. I am going to love you. And love is the driving force in God's redemptive plan. We see it in God's commitment to Abraham in Genesis 12. Uh, we see it in his love for the whole world in John 3.16. And I believe that love is the primary descriptor of God's involvement with humanity. His love defines and and shapes his other attributes, his mercy, his grace, his judgment, his forgiveness, etc. And I don't think that love is just an attribute of God. I think it's the essence of God. Ontologically, the essence of God is love. It's light, it's spirit, but it's love. And I think that Love has zero, zero to do with Cupid and hearts and red roses and candy and niceness, Valentine's Day or Hallmark cards. And love is not feminine, nor is it masculine. It's neither. Love is powerfully divine. It actually finds its origin in God. And it's uniquely human because it drives our deepest needs and our desires and our passions See, love isn't just this fluffy thing that we can just talk about but never actually live out. See, love isn't present until it's lived out. It's misunderstood and misdefined, but it's still the number one topic of pop music and the most common theme in books and in movies. It's based on the scripture that we looked at, the writings of Matthew and of Paul and of John and of Peter. Our purpose as disciples is to love and to be loved by God. And love, love is not dependent on what others do for for me or you. Love determines what I do for others. It's not dependent for your church family on how they treat each other. It determines how they treat each other. And when they treat each other in loving ways, then there's a loving ethos. There's a loving atmosphere. There's a loving climate. There are love, there's a loving flavor to your church. And, and love is not dependent on my circumstances or on any circumstances. Love informs my response to circumstances, 
right? If I'm going to love you, then I'm going to respond in a certain way. If I don't love you, well, I'm going to respond. I'm going to react. I'm not going to respond at all. I'm just going to react. You hit me, I hit you back. You know, you slap me, I slap you back harder. You say something about me, I say the truth about you. No, no, love is, love informs my response to circumstances. And love is not heightened by my accumulation of possessions, but love is proven through the sharing and distribution of my possessions, right? It's proven through the sharing and the distribution of our possessions as a church, of our gifts and our abilities in our community. And and love is not an option. It's not an option of my collection of desired daily attributes. Love is the mandate It's the mandate of new birth. It's the mandate of regeneration. It's the mandate of new creation. I think, I think that love is the currency of the kingdom. It's the currency that we never run out of, that never devalues, that we never exchange, but can only give away. I think love is the active ingredient that makes everything in life work. Love is the foundation for the life of the church. And for the believer in Jesus, love doesn't make life better. Love makes life. To love is to live. Love desires and commits to the best for the one who is loved. And that's why love involves sacrifice and service and surrender. Sacrificing, we, we just we give over. In service, we give to, and in surrender, we just give up. But when I'm not loving, I keep everything. I serve myself, and I give up nothing. Now, we're going to talk about this tomorrow, but let me preview it. What's the opposite of that? What's the opposite of love? Some people would say, well, it's hate. If I don't love you, I hate you. No, I don't think that's the opposite of love. I think scripturally and from from biblical teaching, The opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is self. Because the absence of love produces a fixation on self. What's the best for me? How can I be happy? What will produce pleasure for me? Our lives in our churches will be motivated by either self, an inward focus, or love, an outward focus. It's our choice. Motivated by self, our churches are empty and meaningless. Motivated by love, our churches have meaning and significance. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.